Hail and well met, listeners. I'm your Dungeon Master, Nick, broadcasting live from the Underdark. We've brought several brave souls down here under completely normal circumstances to compete for the right to see the sun again. <laughs> Ugh, get that mic out of my face. I'm fighting a mushroom right now. I'm Declan fucking Quinn. To be honest, we don't know how many are going to make it. So a tune right in every other week for Mirth, Sin, and Fire Season 1 against the Underdark. In our last episode, the unfairly cursed Brittany, along with Eric and Declan, explore the tomb behind the most entertaining door a mausoleum has ever featured. It didn't take our heroes long to realize that this was a false tomb, a decoy to trick unsuspecting grave robbers. Finding a second rotating stone door, Eric and Declan again attempt to see how fast they can make it spin, succeeding this time in shattering the ancient mechanism. The door falls upon them both, allowing Brittany to walk across it, leading them into another chamber of the Dread Mausoleum. Here, Brittany, Declan, Eric, and Darindal discover four more stone sarcophagi. They then find that these ancient burial casks rest on wheels, and all the men present begin plans to ride them down the nearest flight of stairs. Before the sarcophagus toboggan ride can begin, however, specters burst from the sarcophagi, intent on punishing the desecrators of the tomb. And Brittany. In the ensuing battle, three of the specters are dispatched by fist, blade, and fire. The fourth, however, falls victim to the righteous rage and fatal insults of the unfairly cursed Brittany. As soon as this, the flare of fire disappears, you see Brittany just, you see this ghost implode, and then she turns around with a toss of her snake hair and just stares you guys down. Hello, it was me you were looking for. I'm busy rubbing my, where my right eyebrow used to be like, oh, it's gone. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> It'll grow back. That's not the point. You know what people think when they see a man with no eyebrows? There's something wrong with him. But they don't know what. They don't know. <laughs> well, don't rub too hard. You still got the soot mark. Oh. <laughs> I could give you a glowing eyebrow. No, oh, that, might, that might be even weirder. Probably. It's at this point you guys look around and realize that you don't see Darindil. Big D? Where'd you go, Big D? Help! I'm in trouble! I need a rescuer! Silence. Can I do an arcana check to see if something like maybe happened and teleported him away or something? Sure, if you want to. I'm gonna start tapping the floor. Is his sarcophagus gone? What what did you get on your check, Brittany? Twenty-two. Okay. Feast or family. Uh so you can tell that this place is laced with some kind of chaotic magic. Oh, I totally forgot. Don't take Darindel away from us. We're taking away all the NPCs I had plans for. <laughs> so, Eric and Brittany. Brittany, you all of a sudden just hear strains of music faintly in the distance. Haunting pipes. Eric, meanwhile, consider walking into the room, and all of a sudden you're in the room. You didn't move your feet. You didn't move your muscles. Huh. Huh. Did anyone see me move position without moving position? Did I? Um, 
Declan, what's your passive perception? Yours? Oh, wait, I got it in a chart. I asked for it before. Yeah, you just watched Eric blink, like, 20 feet into the room. Why'd you do that? I am not 100% sure I did. That wasn't your wizard magic? I work for a living. I'm sorry. I don't study for a living. Sorcerer, <laughs> please. Wizard, maybe please. He's, maybe um, he's born with it. Sorcerer, warlock, wizard, all the same thing. They're not. I am. You still have one eyebrow. <laughs> they point at you and you leap out of the way of a fireball. That's all I know. Fair. Okay. There is more magic in here than us. Well, yeah, because Darendil just disappeared. Did his sarcophagus disappear? The one he was pushing out? No. He's not. He didn't go for a ride. I tried to. I was thinking of walking in the room. I was <clears> in the room. We can't find Arendil. I wonder if he was thinking of hiding. Just spitballing here. Why would he hide? Because he's Arendil. That doesn't make us illogical. Oh, I think really hard about treasure. You then notice that the sarcophagi, one of them has been bumped open. And you notice that the figure inside is wearing some rather lovely jewelry. Hot oh, dog! I'm pilfering that. Wait! <laughs> Checking for traps. Being a good rogue. <laughs> Alright, investigation. Three! <laughs> There's nothing here. There's nothing inhibiting you. You can totally take uh, things. There is something there. Money. <laughs> Which is currently going in my pocket as fast as I can scoop it out. You got this. This figure had two identical gold <clears throat> bracelets, which you could estimate are worth about fifty gold pieces of each, Ooh. and a wand of some kind made entirely out of chiseled ivory. Doesn't look magical though. Probably only worth about half as much as the bracelets. All right. How many bracelets were there? Two. Two. Okay. Thank you. I'm going to wonder if they have a scroll of remove curse. In any of the sarcophagi? Sure. On a table, sarcophagi, anywhere within my. Oh, you're set. thinking. You're just thinking about it. Yeah. Nothing happens. Darn. Alright. I put the bracelets on. Oh, terrible decision. Full of them. <laughs> Wisdom saving throw. Oh. Oh, you thought, <laughs> you thought, huh? <laughs> <laughs> It's two would have been nice, but it's a one. Oh, that's worse than I even expected. <laughs> he is bringing shame and dishonor. As my Uncle Murphy always used to say, everything that can possibly go wrong always does when you're involved. Was he a lawman? No. Roll me a D100. <laughs> There's the 10 part. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Mmm, 23. Alright, so you look at these bracelets, and as you watch them, they each transform before your eyes into golden spiders wrapping their legs around your arms and holding on. Oh, O'Malley, look! They look like you! No, these are frightening spiders. Like, these oh. are, they're going to hurt you, spiders. I don't want to wear these anymore. Get them off. Get them off. You can't get them off. I, I sit down, hold my wrists out, put my feet up against them, and try to push them off of my hands. Nope. Do they look like yeah, spiders? As you guys to are us? watching, he puts on bracelets, then takes a second look at them, and immediately starts trying to take them off. 
What's wrong with you? There's giant golden spiders on my wrist. No. That's what's wrong with me. Sorry, O'Malley. Nothing personal. There's not. They're bracelets. I know what I'm looking at. I know what I'm looking at. Eric, Eric, sword, please. I can't pass up that opportunity. You, 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 you <laughs> <laughs> um, gonna try chop the bracelets off? Don't do that. <laughs> You'll be even more useless than you were before. You know that. That's a good point. Well, I'm a professional. I think I know what I'm doing. I don't think you do. No, no. I think I know what I'm doing. <sighs> All I can think of is. Bring dishonor to us, bring dishonor to us, bring dishonor to us all. <laughs> yep. I'll take a, an experimental swing with one hand. I'm not going full ham on this. See if I can hit, okay. man, it's going to be a tricky shot. Yeah, it is. Roll that d20. I'm, I'm not that good with this, just letting you know. <laughs> uh, 24. Okay, so you're, which long so you're using the sword of vengeance? Of course, I be, because it's my sword. I get upset if I, I, I get disadvantaged if I use anything else. Then yeah, you cleave the bracelet off, like you you crack it. Basically, it's it's gold, so it is okay. kind of a softer metal. It breaks under your sword and falls off. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Take that, spider number two. Wow, that that was a pretty good hit. I'm feeling confident. Great. Wonderful. Right. Wait again. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, waiting. Can't I, wait long. Very scary. Do you want me just to dispel the magic on it? What magic? It's clearly a spider. I roll my eyes and walk away. <laughs> He's too stupid for me to deal with right now. <laughs> yep. 23. Woo! Another bracelet bites the dust. Yeah. Ah! It's worth about half value in this state. Wonderful. But at least they're off of you. Pointing at him on the ground like, Take that! That's what you get for trying to get me. No one successfully gets me for long. By the way, um, to you, Declan, mm -hmm. these things now look like crippled spiders that are trying to inch towards you. Uh, you know, I think he's right. I don't get him. I'm, I'm just gonna scoop them up and put mm -hmm. them in my bag. I was gonna... <laughs> because this is big. He's being ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are still mine. Are they, though? Yes. Are you sure? Pretty sure. I'm the one who found them. Are you- Excuse me? <laughs> Fine. They're not worth much anymore anyway, I just toss them to him. Oh, thank you. I gingerly, like, kick them into my bag of holding. <laughs> <laughs> and- and now somehow, I feel more shame. <laughs> Adult. So after this incident, how do you want to go about searching for Darren or do you not want to? He's still gone. I want to, like- Think about where he might be. Look around for him, you know. Search, rescue. You can make perception checks if you want. I'll make a perception check. My perception's not that good. Sixteen. So as you're tapping, you're, you're you mentioned this earlier. So tapping the floor. This, yeah. You're tapping the floor, and you come to the corner where one of the sarcophagi had been. And as you're tapping, you see one section of the stone just. You feel that same kind of magnetic tension that you had on the previous revolving door. Make a great trap door, wouldn't it? <sighs> Corner. Perfect place to hide. If you've got no place else in the room to hide. Hmm. Do I think he fell down here? Let's push it down a little bit and shout for him. Do we have to? Go for it. Damn it. Push it down a little bit. Hey! Big D! What are you down there? You, you can see him on the floor down there. He's bleeding from his head. Well, that's not good. 
It's about a four-foot hole in the floor. Stop um, bleeding, healing word. <laughs> <laughs> he took a four-foot fall and knocked himself out. Well, it's a four-foot hole, but the the fall itself was about twenty. Oh, okay, that's fair. Uh, but you healing word him, and he kind of shakes his head. And oh my goodness, the wealth, the gold. He gets eight health what? points back. Is, is, is there anything down there but him? Not that you can see, no. There, um, if you peek down, you can see a room below you that is in much better shape than the rest of the tomb. The walls, which have those bronze plaques, are actually inlaid with gemstones, and there is a gilded sarcophagus atop a stone bier in the middle of the room. Now uh, we're talking. I plant my feet and hands on either side of the hole and slide down. <laughs> Acrobatics. Ah, Ooh. that is cocked. All right, eighteen. Okay, you easily slide down and land next to Darendil, and are in this room. It's lit almost by the glow of the gilded sarcophagus. Oh, fantastic! Deep, warm yellow light. I can't wait to wear everything I find in there. Would you mind staying up here, making sure the trapdoor doesn't shut on us? No, no, that's fine. Thank you. I'm going to use my 30 feet climbing speed from my gloves of climbing and swimming to uh, climb down there safely. Easily, yeah. That gives you what? It, that gives you a climbing speed, right? So, yeah. yeah mm -hmm. You don't even need to worry about traps. And Eric, how are you getting down? I'm not. Uh, Brittany asked me to stay up here to watch the trap door, so I'll stay up here and watch the trap door. Just to make sure <clears> that we don't get shut down in here or something. What's going to happen? So yeah, you guys land down there. I entirely forgot to mention that there is a stone chair behind the sarcophagus. Oh, cold As you all land, a figure starts to materialize in the chair. Mm. It's an old woman. Looks very much like the women you've seen in the engravings around here, but it, at a very advanced age. Still clothed in the old raiments that you saw there. Beautiful, ancient garments. And she turns to you with a grandmotherly smile. Ah, finally. Enough life force to get me out of this place once and for all. Quick draw. <laughs> so you just whip out your crossbow immediately. Yep. Uh, one second. She just waves at you like, please, put away your ties. I was the most powerful sorcerer ever when I was alive. And now you three will bring me back to glory. Especially you, big boy. I'm sure you'll add decades, maybe centuries of light to my form. Is your form inside the box? So she's starting to sashay towards you guys. Wait, wait. Before she Arm gets up, before she gets up, I want to say, I've heard many a story of you. You are famous, well-known, and revered. It would be my greatest wish to give you a performance just for you before you drain me of my life. Uh, One you of your great... Of I am. And I've been waiting my entire life for the moment, to give someone as glorious as you a performance that you truly deserve. For all of your grandeur, your hard work, all of the magic that you have learned to celebrate it. Because you don't deserve to be down here. You deserve to be up there, celebrated. Deception check. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's natural 16, plus I'm expertise, plus 11 is a 27 deception. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you get plus 11. 
Heck yeah, dude. I, did, I, I, I used one of my expertises on my deception and the other one on my performance. This is, oh. this is, I am in my element. She'll just say, flattery will get you everywhere, my dear. You go. I'll spare you for last so you can perform for me. Now come here, boys. And I'll start my performance using my enthralling performance as a glamour bard. And, that takes, uh, what, ten minutes? No, it takes one minute. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> and, uh... Only ten combat turns. I mean, hopefully she's distracted, because, like, the entire point of a glamour bard is to be distracting. Mm-hmm. So, here's how I want to play this out, for the sake, you know, for the sake of the combat, because she's certainly going to attempt to drain these two boys. We'll go ahead and roll initiative. Oh, Every right. time we come to your initiative, Count Candace, I'll have you make a performance check for me. Okay. If you do well enough... I will give her disadvantage on all her attack rolls and ability checks for the next round. All right. I'll also have it as if you're casting a spell, so you got to maintain concentration. If you are damaged, you make a constitution saving throw. Okay. 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 But if you do keep this performance up, then yeah, we'll, we'll have the effect. So I have Take a... Place. I've got a 24 for my initiative. Okay. 17 again. 16. 17. Brittany, 20. How much for Declan? 24. And Eric, I'm sorry. 16. 16. Okay. Darren Dill is still <clears throat> concussed. Uh, enthralling performance doesn't work if, like, combat's going on, though, because it and the effect. Work. Okay, yeah. I think that's fantastic imagery. We have three of you this giant hulking gorilla, a snake woman, and a thief in this golden lit tomb. And you begin performing and drawing the golden light about yourself. You're already somewhat gold colored. That's oh yeah, no, I'm. I have. I'm like a light shimmering gold color with like yeah, iridescence. No, it's perfect. You are in your element. You are in your light. You're sparkling. You're bedazzling. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I just. Is I got a. Your... I got a quick question about the room itself. Sure. The stone chair behind the sarcophagus is that away from the wall a little bit, or is that up against the wall? It's up against the wall. Damn. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm done. Okay. If you want to come down, you can like just like maybe like wipe something so that the trapper isn't like. I'll figure something out if I need to. You got this. Okay. I I just love the imagery of you of you guys being down there and you dancing, shimmering gold light as these two people are trying to carry her, like the gorilla and the thief are trying to keep her away from you and carry your blows while you're weaving your glamour magic. It's just so cool. Oh, thanks. Uh, Yeah, I'm gonna sing a song. Whilst I dance, it's yeah, just give me more from by Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> so initiative order going by. So Declan, let's start with you. What do you want? You get. I am going to duck low, charge her, and attempt to grapple her with the goal of preventing her from doing somatic components. I'm trying to control the hands. Okay, so you'll you'll just make a standard. Well. It's a grappling check, isn't it? Yeah, it's a grappling check. Unfortunately, she's ethereal. You won't be able to grapple her. Oh, so I just fly through her? <laughs> yeah, you would just fly through her. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brittany, you, you're just going to make your performance check. And then, Eric, what are you, you getting up to? I am tying the rope, the, the end of the rope in my explorer pack mm-hmm. around the hilt of my standard longsword. Okay. 28 performance uh, check. Oh, I almost don't even need to make you make these checks, Jesus. I have a plus 11. <laughs> it's going to be very hard to fail then. I mean, it could happen, but it's going to be very hard. So, Eric, do you want to make like a sleight of hand check then? Mm, it's a time knot, yeah, I can do that. 
I mean, it's pretty simple. Hard to fail. Yeah, but I rolled seven, so... You're still fine. Okay. It's a really easy... It's a really, really dang easy check. Alright, so... Um, and then are you going to descend? No, no, that, that's, I'm sure that's going to take me the whole turn. They they got this. I'm I'm planning a backup thing. Um, okay. Backup okay, vocals. Both Declan and Darren Dill lunge for this lady, attempting to grab her arms, and both of them pass right through her, or land on top of each other. <laughs> um, <laughs> unfortunately, Darren Dill was slightly slower than you, Declan, so he landed on top of you. <gasps> Big T, you're really heavy. Uh, meanwhile, now, normally the Wraith would have turned really quickly to watch, but her eye is drawn to Brittany's performance right now. But she is going to barely manage to peel her eyes away and attempt to just grab onto Darren Dill for an attack. She has disadvantage. But Darren Dill has sucky armor class, so she's gonna hit. Luckily, he's, he's a beefy boy. Immediately, you, Darren Dill just recoils up as soon as she touches him, and you watch as just energy is drained from him, vitality is drained from him. For a moment, you glimpse him kind of aging as she drains this health out of him, and then her hand recoils. You watch as her face seems to glow a little bit. She just becomes slightly more opaque. We're back to the top, so Declan and Eric, what do you want to do? Failing that, I would like to get out from under Darendil. It's not hard because he recoiled up, uh, so. And I would like to, you said, I'd like to rush over to the sarcophagus and try to open it. Okay. As you rush toward it, you hear this faint voice again. The same one you heard before. And as you shove it open, which it once again glides easily as before, uh-huh. you see a mummified form, much like the ghost. You know, the same kind of features, just mummified. But you almost see, like, a little bit of color in the cheeks. Mm. Flesh is is starting to pale a little bit, almost as if it's gaining life again. And clasped in her arms is the hilt of a sword. Just It looks like it's gilt, two wings styled out from it as the guard, with a large ruby inset where the blade would normally meet the hilt. It's wrapped with white leather, and just has a, an exquisite pummel, which is shaped like a... What, what's the word I'm looking for? It's shaped like one of the platforms in Cloud City, you know? Mmm, I see. And as you've opened the sarcophagus, it says, Take me! Use me! I can help! You don't have to tell me twice! Snatch <laughs> it! <laughs> and as soon as you snatch it, a golden blade ignites from the hilt. Oh, I'm keeping you. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a short sword. It, it only emits to a certain point, but uh-huh. you can feel the heat radiating off intense heat. I feel like this thing could probably cut through a regular sword if you left it there long enough. Not enough to, you know, uh-huh. cut a sword in half immediately, but certainly cut metal. Fantastic. Is that all I've got for my turn? No, you could use it. Great, I'd like to stick it in the, mum- the mummy's eyeball. <laughs> okay, yeah, you get an attack roll with advantage because it's a prone figure. Fantastic. Hmm. I like advantage. 24 to hit. Okay, roll the damage. Eric, what are you up to? I am <clears throat> putting all of my weight behind the sword 
uh, putting the, uh, the the trap door at 90 degrees and wedging the longsword in between the pivot and the and the door. Okay. All right, that's not too. That, that, okay, so you've got that going. And what's your what's your performance check, Brittany? This round. Uh, this one's not as good. This is a fifteen. Okay. Yeah, I think that's still. Uh, and what's, what was the damage that you rolled, Declan? 24 points of mummy eyeball damage. Okay. So Brittany continues her performance. Brittany is glowing, singing, and, the, and this a figure, Brysis, I think you can figure, is once again still in the thrall, watching this go on. Declan rushes over to the sarcophagus, and you hear him say to himself, You don't have to tell me twice. And picks up, and you see this glow emanating from his hand. It looks like he's got a blade made out of light, which he then promptly turns and stabs into the mummy inside the sarcophagus. <laughs> that was a little distracting. Multiple times. <laughs> the wraith does not seem to react to you damaging it, but as you watch, her face starts displaying pinpricks of light, almost like he's whiting out her features. Darindil then turns around Fisticuffs then, and just right hooks her across the face. And whereas before he passed right through her, it's almost like a delayed reaction. Like he kind of threw her, and then, oh! She actually reacts. <laughs> she then attempts to grab him once again. Oh, she said some dispatch. Jeez, okay, so no, she's still gonna get him. Jeez. And once again, you see Darren Dill roar in pain as the life force is drained from him and she gains more fullness to her figure. Oh, and that one seems to really hurt Darren Dill. He's down on one knee, almost gasping for breath. So we're back to the top. Eric, you're still wedging your sword in. So all you, so all you're seeing is kind of looking down as you see Brittany dancing and singing and glowing and whatnot, and you just hear just. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the kind of thing I might want to get involved in. Just. <laughs> so I'll once I've got the sword wedged, I'll use it so I as leverage so I can bend down and get a good look through at everything happening. Just stick my whole head down and check. It's like a gold disco going on down there. There's this glowing sword in Declan's hand, and as he's moving it up and down, it's drobing the gold patterns in the room. We got Brit shimmering over in another corner. I'm gonna take an entire turn just to watch. <laughs> Even when we're up against the wall. I don't know Britney Spears songs well enough anymore to actually do this. <laughs> it's a good effort. It's a good effort. Thanks. So you uh, you can go ahead and make your performance check again for the round, Brittany. I was not going to jerk today. And Declan, what are you doing? Yeah. You notice that the mummy is not reacting. It's sizzling a bit, but it doesn't seem like the wraith is reacting. 16. Oh, okay. I am going to continue... With destroying the mummy, I'm gonna stick the blade in towards the top and just drag it down through the body. Oof. <laughs> Killed a lot of people in their sleep, I know how to do this. 
Hey, you and me both. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so Brittany continues her enthralling performance, continuing to flash colors and sing, and your voice is just echoing beautifully in this chamber, keeping this wraith from wreaking havoc. Declan, as you drag this sword through the mummy's corpse, the smell of burning flesh and other things begins to fill the chamber, and an acrid smoke kind of comes up from the corpse. As you watch the wraith's figure, it's as if a, a line of white light cuts down the middle of her figure. You can't make out any features of her face by this point. It's almost like she's just a being of energy. You can still make out some of the robes, but again, there's just that white line down the middle of her figure. Darendil, meanwhile, is still going fisticuffs with the wraith. This time he swings a punch and misses awkwardly, but as she reaches to touch him again and steal his life energy, he bobs and weaves out of the way. And then we're back to the top, so what are you guys up to? Brittany's probably gonna continue performing, right? I am going to carve this mummy like a turkey until she dies. <laughs> okay. So why don't we just, since we are all kind of just doing the same things, kind of cut to eventually what happens. Is there anything um, I can do to prevent her from draining Darendil more? Actually, there is. I, I, I do have an action at this point. Okay. Uh, what, would, what, was, what would your action Because if I can see Darendil in, in distress... Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely after this turn. Then I'm swinging down on the rope, dropping into the room, and shouting, You're after the weak one! And just manifest the draconic bloodline right there. Yeah, now we got some red in the gold. A little bit of flare, fire. Okay, so that counts, I would say, as your movement and bonus action, so you still have an action. Well, the thing that I would fireball is full of Declan, so... <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna give her a Scorching Ray just because. See if I can land all three in the, uh, in the ethereal form. Okay. 17, 19, and 22. All of those hit. Awesome. So yeah, roll the damage form. Brittany, I'm trying to think of what we could do for you since you're still performing this spell. Yeah. Could um, I like maybe move so that like she cannot see him? I don't know. Yeah, I... you can move. Like you yeah. can certainly move while you're trying to and so you're like dancing and whatnot, so you could attempt yeah. to like circle away so that like she can't get to him without like like she's she's kinda like following me more. She does seem like she doesn't want to attack you. Yeah. So, as you kind of shimmy your way in between them, dancing, she, she, she kind of tries to duck past you and move past you. Just um, dance with her. <laughs> dance her ghost. <laughs> so yeah, make your performance check for this round. Let's see if you can interpose yourself. Okay, good. That's a 24. Oh, lovely. You're totally able to do that. Great. <laughs> <laughs> and see, she attempts to, like, move through you even as can't because she's now drained enough life force to be somewhat solid. Yeah. But now that you're in front of her, you see that as Declan's carving her up, all features are being erased. Like, it looks like she's now this just this white figure where there should be a person, where there should be features, hair, clothing. It's just white energy. Mm -hmm. Let's add a little bit more to that. 27 points of damage. Oof. Okay. Ow. I'm rolling. I want this to run. I, I want this to run in a cool way. 
you know, not necessarily a rules-based way. I want to run this. Very cool. So we're going to fudge it a little. So Declan has almost entirely, you've entirely destroyed the corpse at this point. It's, it's gone. All wrappings, trappings, flesh have been incinerated. Fantastic. Eric swings down from his rope, yelling, you're going for the weak one, and shooting off three bolts of flame as he emanates his, his draconic aura. And as that red hits the room, as his fiery light joins the light of the sword, the gold, and everything, it almost seems to just, the room almost seems to darken for a second, and all the light gets sucked into Brittany as she's performing. <laughs> and just in that moment, how do you want to use this m moment of charm? What's the climax of your performance? Uh, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, this figure of white energy just kind of snaps for a moment and then just remains still and watches you, almost as if it's waiting for something. I want to boop her on the nose. You do. It's like touching worm jello. It's nasty. Yeah. Ew. Ew. But, yeah. Boop. Nothing happens. Oh, she doesn't break? I was hoping, like, I'd boop her on the nose and she'd just, like, crumble or something. Okay. No, she's she's under your, your sway. Oh, she's your under my control. Okay, okay, great. She's waiting for a command. I'm going to use my mantle of majesty to be able to command her as a bonus action for the next, like, hour. Or no, minute. It's a minute. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Once you, that's what I was imagining, this cloak of light. Oh. oh. It was. Right, right, right. Yeah. Sorry. Herp, derp, derp. Okay. Say, direct us to all of your treasure. There are people who need it more than you do right now. And with that, the figure waves its hand, and a chest appears at the foot of the sarcophagus. Open and it just gestures towards the chest, and it pops open. Remove any curses you have upon your treasure hoard. It just the figure shakes its head. Inside, you see 4,000 silver pieces, 1,200 gold pieces, 11 gemstones worth about 50 gold apiece, two potions, which you'll need to identify, and a lovely-looking necklace. Oh. I want the I'm gonna take the necklace. Crap, hang on. <laughs> Alright, so he said 4,000 silver. 1,200 gold. 1,200 gold. Okay, how much, how much is 4,000 silver and gold? 400 gold. 400 gold? So that means we can just buy like 1,600 gold. So. I'll just put it on my bag of holding and yeah. we can divvy it up later. I think that's a good idea. Party good treasure. Yeah. Here's a pencil. There's one more. Uh, do you want it, Walker? Okay. Roll a d6 for me, Candace. Sure. Six. Oh, dang, okay. I hope it's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> so this necklace looks like a golden chain, uh, like a very fine golden chain, and hanging from it from a set of smaller chains are nine beads, each of which have colors of red and orange and yellow that seem to swirl as you watch them. This is a necklace of fireballs. Yes, yes. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So it's 4,000 silver and 1,200 gold and two potions? Yes. I'm just scooping it all in my bag of holding. Okay, sounds good. You didn't want to try to identify the potions, or are you saving that for... Not right now. Sounds do you, good. Do you have identify, or should we just do I, I do not. Okay. I have a high arcana check, so maybe we can just give it a Yeah, but, you know, not in here. Yeah, obviously. That is a very good look for you. I like the necklace a lot. Thank you. 
That's all for this episode of Mirth, Sin, and Fire. Our cast is Scott as Eric Severin, Walker as Declan Quinn, and Candace as Brittany. I'm Nick, your DM, signing off until next time. I swear, the breaks keep getting shorter. Thanks and stuff. Uh, if you like that, visit the